The following has been brought to you by SJP World Media. You're listening to In the Corner with Benny Mac, unfiltered. People are starting to see exactly who you really are, and you're a hypocrite. Uncensored. What he's trying to say is suplex in. And unforgiving. The only reason you are WWE champion for a year is because Triple H didn't want to work Tuesday. Here's the man in the corner, Benny Mac. And that's the bottom line, because a great one sets up. It is the 1st of February, 2024. I am, of course, Benny Mac. Welcome to In The Corner. Welcome to SJP Royal Media. I uh, hope you're all doing well. hope you had a good weekend. hope you had a good week so far. Uh, it is obviously Thursday. Uh, thank you to all those who downloaded last episode. We've been entirely talking some rumble and some other stuff that was going on. Uh, running solo today, so we're going to do, um, do my best to talk about what I want to talk about. And the top, you know... We've got to talk a little bit about Netflix. We've got to talk a little bit about Logan Paul as well. Um, and obviously, some of my highlights from this week's Raw. We've got SmackDown coming up tomorrow. I can't wait for that. Uh, Raw was actually uh, a pretty good show. I mean, it's quite of a come down after Raw Rumble, isn't it, to be fair? I very much enjoyed it, though. Um, and I was very much left. Um, do you know what? Let's just get into Raw now. Because Intercontinental Championship was defended. Um, Sami Zayn returning to action on Raw. The do- undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships were also defended on Raw this past week as well um, against uh, DIY. DIY's new music, by the way, it- it's growing on me. I will- I'm so used to hearing that old DIY music, which Gargano ended up using it as his main theme for a long time before the Way stuff. Um, but it's growing on me. I'm starting to like it. I've actually downloaded it now onto my uh, phone uh, via iTunes, and I'm actually really enjoying the, the song. It would actually be quite cool to know what, what music do you listen to from WWE that maybe you use in the gym or maybe just you like listening to, maybe it pumps you up for the day. I can imagine a lot of you using Roman Reigns' music to be a good motivational tool in the gym. I, I will say I do that. Um, that'd be cool to know, actually. So let me know at in the corner WWE on X. So weird saying that still. I'm sure everybody's like it, but I know I keep saying it, but I want to say Twitter every time. But then to be fair, it's been Twitter for a long time. I will say when WWE changed, saying WWE now is more natural, but when it first changed from WWF to WWE, I struggled. I'm not going to lie. And even saying WWE back then felt, it felt wrong, you know? Of course, I'd only known it as WWF for when did it change? Around 2003, I think it changed, or late 2002. So, to be fair, I'd only known it as WWF, really. I mean, yes, I knew it existed, but I was only really into it from about early, late, sorry, not early, late 1999. I mean, real late 1999. Um, actually, do you know what? Maybe, I don't know, it doesn't matter. Into 2000, I always cast myself, because the first event I really watched was War Rumble 2000, which I don't, don't think is a secret on this show. But yeah, kind of already off on a tangent, look, and I'm by myself, so there we go. Um, yeah, Raw was really good. Um, I want to talk a bit, we've got to talk a bit about Logan Paul, like I've already said, and Netflix as well. Um, but Raw, I want to get into straight away. As it turns out, we'll go straight to it. Andrade has signed a contract with, I love this, by the way. 
signed a contract with Raw. I love the fact that Andretti's back. I already said it on the uh, last episode when we were talking about the Rumble. Seeing him back was so cool. I'm a big Andrade fan. Hammerlock DT, I'm hoping that's still his finish. We haven't seen him in the ring yet apart from the Rumble. Um, but one, I like it he's back. Two, I like that he's signed with Raw. But th- number three, which I, I, I actually said it audibly out loud. I'm by myself in a room, by the way, with two cats. But I was like, that is cool. I'm enjoying this. And I've already said it on the show a couple of weeks ago. Uh, probably, and I had way before then. One, finally, we've got GMs, which I've already talked about before. Um, so I won't go into too much detail with that. But they're also setting up for an actual Raw versus SmackDown. So Adam Pearce signs Andrade and basically... Uh, Nick Aldis walks in and Andrade has just signed it and Adam Pearce is like, oh, too, you're too bad you're too late. I've already signed him, basically. And he was like, oh, that is a shame considering I, you know, you could have given me a chance to at least talk to him because considering I'm lending you Bailey for the night and stuff like that on Raw. Obviously, Bailey winning the Women's Royal Rumble. So, and then Nick Aldis's phone goes off and he goes, oh, well, I've got to take this. It's Braun Breaker. And the crowd response was brilliant. And I love the fact we are having which is what I was getting to, are actually having, like, it's not at the forefront of the stories at the moment, but we are seeing this, and it's starting to play out a little bit more in the forefront now, but we've seen little moments between the GMs occasionally where somebody signs this person or somebody signs that person. or Like, so Adam Pearce, you could almost say Adam Pearce was a little bit underhanded getting to Andrade first, but he was just quicker, I guess. But the fact they played it out on TV... To see this rivalry kind of building up slowly, it doesn't have to be so like immediate. And like I said, I've on a previous podcast that hopefully, maybe this year actually, maybe by Survivor Series, when it gets to a Raw versus SmackDown or even NXT as well, maybe it will mean something. We need to see a bit more of the NXT GM, I think, involved. But obviously, it's not the main roster, so I don't I get that. But Nick Aldis and Adam Pearce at the moment, I'm loving the dynamic when they actually come across because they're like, Nick Aldis is like, Nick Aldis has already kicked Adam Pearce out months ago saying, this is my show now. You're not in charge anymore. Making his mark. And now we're seeing like other little niggly bits here. But then this this on Raw this past week was brilliant. But just see those two interacting and Nick Aldis is like, oh, okay, I see how it is. I lend you Bailey, then you, you steal. Don't even give me a chance to speak to Andrade. That's fine, no problem. His phone goes off. Oh, I've got to take this. This is Braun Breaker. And I loved it. It was brilliant. So I'm enjoying the GM sort of, we'll call it banter ish for now, but we're starting to see moments of. Let's uh, have this rivalry play out actually properly between the brands. Let's make it. And the way the presentation is as well with WWE at the moment, they've tweaked it a little bit. We're seeing like live pictures, and this was at 2.23 today. They arrived at the arena and stuff like that, and more of a, a sporty sort of vibe, I guess, which has always kind of been there. But um, but I love in the backstage, even the backstage interviews don't feel just like, at least lately, they don't feel... Let's just put this in here because we need to kill a bit of time before the next match. I actually want to see what's happening backstage now. I love the interviews. And then on top of that, then they throw those little Easter eggs in where you see someone walking in the background or you see two superstars conversing. And you're like, what are they talking about? Because there's always stuff going on. It doesn't always happen, but when it does, it's, I actually like to see the backstage stuff at the moment. Um, it doesn't just feel like filler and nonsense core 
BS at the moment. I'm not saying everything is perfect, but it's just it feels a lot more we're filling out the universe and I want to see what that person's doing and that person's doing. Why are those two talking to each other? That's interesting. And then it might not even play out on that episode of Raw. It won't even come to fruition sometimes until maybe two or three episodes later. So I like that. And we've talked about it a little bit on the show. The fact it felt a bit weird at first. But we've had that sort of I said I said I think I said it before, it was like a two week cycle where Something would happen, and then we would see it. Would then we wouldn't see it for two weeks. But as I said to Tyler, I think before the rumble, we were so conditioned. I think to seeing like these two have an argument backstage. Now let's have a match on the pay per view. No, now we're seeing a lot more development in the story at the moment. So I'm hoping they keep up with it because at the moment I'm enjoying the product overall. Uh, I need to get into watching NXT a bit more, but um, but yeah, um, any kind of championship was on the line. Gunther um, defending against uh, Kofi Kingston. Gunther was basically destroying Cody um, for the majority of this match. And twice they went to advert with with him doing a Boston Crab on Kofi. Um, I don't know whether this is the new um, signal for let's go to a commercial. (laughs) I don't know. I'm interested to know how that's going to play out later on with Netflix, but we'll get to that. Um, Ultimately, though, Gunther did retain in an absolute... Uh, absolute great match and then we had Ludwig Kaiser and Giovanni Vinci come down and uh, well Xavier Woods came down first to sort of make sure Kofi was okay Gunther didn't do anything to Kofi after the match he kept it from bow to bow but then uh, the rest of Imperium come down and laid a beat down on the on the, new, the remaining members of the New Day I'm, I'm wondering if we're waiting here for Maybe this will lead. Maybe Gunther will get involved into the match, and then there'll be like a three-on-two situation. Uh, I've, I've not heard anything about Biggie, but it would be cool to see Biggie back. And he's been gone a while, and I'm hoping he can return to the ring. So we'll see how it plays out. But I get the feeling that the um, we're going to see Xavier Woods and Kofi take on the rest of Imperium. I would assume at Elimination Chamber, but we'll see how this plays out. I'm actually intrigued on this. Is both teams have been very a lot more aggressive, a lot more. Let's get this done, if that makes sense. So um, it was really good. Uh, one of the match I want to make a quick mention to, um, Jey Uso did defeat Braun, Bronson. Big Bronson Reed, as they're calling him now, with the Uso splash. Well, Spear, then an Uso splash. Good match, to be honest. It was nice. They put uh, main event Jay in this situation where, because, you know, Bronson Reed's a big guy. Um, and it wasn't a walkover match for Jey Uso. He won, but I wouldn't say it was a walkover match. Uh, but a good way to keep Jey Uso moving. What's in store for him, I don't know. Obviously, a lot of people are speculating that it's going to be Jay versus Jimmy. As I said, I'm not opposed to that, but I, we've not seen much of a... Apart from the Rumble and what happened previous to that, they've pretty much been kept apart. So it's going to be interesting. Um, Judgment Day retain the Tag Team uh, Championships against DIY. Uh, there was a beatdown on Truth after the match as well. They called him out. Um, uh, so, and then Miz tried to save our Truth, but it didn't. You know, Judgment Day uh, with uh, all of them, apart from Rhea Ripley. Sorry, um, basically laid out our Truth. Um, we did see Rhea Ripley. She got absolutely destroyed by Nia Jax, and that led to Bailey telling us she's going to give us a decision on SmackDown because. There's apparently, according to Nia Jax, going to be nothing left of Rhea Ripley. So we'll see how that plans out. Um, 
Now, the rumours we read about on uh, before we did the Royal Rumble show is that, Co- uh, sorry, not Kofi, CM Punk was injured. Apparently, it is confirmed he suffered a torn tricep in the Royal Rumble match. According to the, I don't know when it actually happened, but according to, and now this might be true, but you can never tell with WWE and wrestling because you don't know whether they're just using it as, he might have done it somewhere else in the match, but they're using the Drew McIntyre side of things to say, yes, it was Drew McIntyre. Did. Now, apparently it was Drew McIntyre according to the storyline, so I could find nothing to say, uh, pardon me, 100% whether it was Drew, uh, but I'm sure, you know, there's normally a, a veil of reality to it. Uh, but CM Punk finished the Royal Rumble match, and he obviously didn't win, Co- Cody won, but um, nothing as of yet, as I'm sitting here with you today, telling me whether how long he's going to be out, whether it's uh, maybe a few weeks, maybe it's going to be a couple of months. But he has said in his promo that um, that uh, WrestleMania is off the cards. We did have Drew McIntyre come down, and what a... Now, there's been a bit of a... Is Drew a bad guy? He's not a bad guy. He's been acting like a bad guy, but then people can also feel for him. But in this instance... I think we've, I wouldn't say he's gone full, but he's very much close to being a heel now because not only did he come out and see, speak to Punk and say, I prayed for this, I prayed for you to be injured. I mean, what a dirtbag thing to say. To attack Punk and stomped on his uh, arm, on the injured arm. So um, maybe it's, hopefully it's not as bad. Maybe we'll get a Punk-Drew match down the line. Um, if Punk's got to miss WrestleMania this year, it sucks, yes. But also, I'm kind of the, I'm a bit, you know, Punk's a big star. I'm not disputing that. But I like people when they come in. And it's not like Punk hasn't proved himself with WWE before. But let's face it, he's been gone almost 10 years. I kind of like the longer story, which we've seen with Cody, which we're seeing play out right in front of us at the moment. So if Punk, maybe Punk is going to be at Mania, but maybe it will be against Drew rather than a title match. And then maybe next year we'll get Punk in a main event. I don't know. Again, 60-something days away. From WrestleMania, we're not far away. We'll see how it all plays out. Hopefully, it's just a maybe it's not as bad as they're saying, but um, if it is as bad as they're saying, then it could be that Punk is not a WrestleMania, uh, which would be a shame, to be honest, because let's face it, fans would want to see that. Um, last thing I want to talk about Raw quickly. Uh, now, th- now, Cody winning the Raw Rumble, amazing. Um, I had Gunther or Cody, in fairness. I didn't know if WWE were going to do the um, let's have him win two years in a row thing, because obviously that's been 20-odd years. Uh, but they did it, and I think it was the right call. And, I mean, Cody made no bones about it after the Rumble. We've already talked about it on previous show, but he pointed straight at Roman. So he wants Roman, right? And that would make sense. And I don't think anybody's under the illusion that it wouldn't be Roman. But if you've watched Raw and you saw the promo between Seth and Cody, it was very, um, very interesting, to be honest with you. I'm not going to lie. Um, and I've got a little bit of a clip here, which I'll play for you so you can hear the promo. But it was absolutely, um, it, was very, it was very good. You want the, 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 the Hollywood title, the, the Hulk Hogan title, the... The, 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 the one for posers and frauds, the title for people who politic their way to the top? Or do you want 
the Dusty Rhodes title. Do you want the Workhorse Championship, the Blue Collar Championship? Because that's what the World Heavyweight Championship means. It is about who is the very best between these ropes. Now I could ask Dusty, you know, I could say which title would Dusty rather have, but we both know the answer to that, and the truth is it doesn't really matter because it's not about him. It hasn't been about him for a long time. This is about you. This is about you and your decision. And I don't need an answer right now. What I want is for you to think about this because it is the biggest decision you will ever make in your entire life. And what I want to know is what's in here. Now, something that's not in that clip is basically um, Seth says, you know, for the last 200 and something days, we've, I've, we, we've built this title as in the universe and all that kind of stuff. Um, the WWE Universe, we've built this title. We've done this so we don't need Roman. We don't need Roman. You don't need Roman. And I tell you what, I, I left watching Royal Rumble with no qualms about it. Cody versus Roman to get that title off him. But I tell you what, I mean, I still think that um, Cody is ultimately going to pick Roman. But I thought it was a great case from Seth Rollins to say, we don't need him. Don't challenge him. We don't need him. He's never here or whatever. Um, I'm paraphrasing, but you get the point. So for me, um, Seth Rollins has made a great case for Cody to challenge him at WrestleMania rather than, rather than Roman. So I thought that was a great, a great promo. If you want to see, uh, you could probably find the promo on YouTube or something if you want to see the full thing. But in that clip, I thought that clip had it, but it didn't. Um, it was absolutely, um, and Cody says he'll think about it. And do you know what? Seth versus Cody would be really good. But in terms of the overall story and the way it went down last year at WrestleMania 39, it's got to be Cody Roman, right? Let me know your thoughts at X, on X at In The Corner WWE. Uh, moving on uh, quickly. Logan Paul apparently has signed a new contract with WWE, apparently more, a more of a full-time one, according to reports I'm reading. We've already talked about Logan Paul and Kevin Owens on the last show, but like I said, it's hard to not, at least, you, even if you don't like Logan Paul, like I've said many times, and I'm not a massive fan, but what he's done in the ring so far with the people he's been in the ring with, you can't argue that they haven't been good matches, you know, I don't think. So um, it makes sense to WWE to sign him. If he's going to do this full-time and be on the road, this is where we'll see more of Logan Paul's character. And I tell you what, if he is going to be full-time and he is going to be with WWE, um, I don't know how long the contract was for. Um, I assume a couple of years minimum. I would say at least a two-year contract, absolute minimum for Logan Paul. Might even be a three-year. But if he gets on the road, does live events, and you know he's the US champion at the moment, this time next year, <laughs> we could be cheering Logan Paul. You know what I mean? 
Um, but I think he works better uh, very much at the time being. I think people are... Obviously, younger fans like him, you know, prime and everything. I get that. And they're wrestling fans. Oh, my God, Logan Paul. I get it. For us older fans, you can't deny what he's done in the ring. You'd like to. And we'd all like to be like, oh, no, he sucks. He needs to work on his um, delivery, I think, a little bit in terms of promos. But overall, he's just getting better. So, and as long as he doesn't let it go to his head, like certain people have done where, you know, I'm a, I know I'm hit, you know, they, as long as they don't think they're, and it's not just wrestlers, celebrities have done it, but you know, as long as he doesn't let it go to his head, I'm sure he'll do fine. And, um, well, I don't know what's next for Logan Paul. Can you see Logan Paul as a world champion? I have no idea at the moment whether that would be right now. No, I don't think that's a good idea, but at the same time, why not? because it would annoy the crap out of people. And much like we have Roman wanting people to not, you know, people wanting to see Roman finally lose this championship. You've got to appreciate the fact this run that Roman's having is uh, unprecedented in modern wrestling. So um, we'll see how it pans out. But it's got to be, you know, if Cody does pick Roman, and I think he should, surely Cody's got to, we've heard this so much over the last year, but surely he's going to finish this story at WrestleMania, right? That's where it started, essentially. It didn't start at WrestleMania, obviously, but in terms of being screwed over by the bloodline, we talked a little bit about us in the last episode about maybe it's about time the good guys give the bloodline some comeuppance and work together. A bit like a, a locker room revolt that we saw with Randy Orton and Evolution back in the day. Um, maybe it'll happen, maybe it won't. But yeah, I've kind of got off tangent again. But Logan Paul signing a... I assume a multi-year contract and apparently according to what I'm reading online, a full-time contract. So we might be seeing a lot more of Logan Paul than you realize. You got to assume he's going to be elimination chamber in Australia, right? So, um, the Kevin Owens story, Logan Paul story is not, isn't over yet. Surely not the way that went down at raw rumble. So again, SmackDown is tomorrow. I'm very much looking forward to seeing what happens. And that's what I mean at the moment. WWE TV for me and for a lot of people, and some of the reasons I mentioned earlier have been absolutely um, almost can't miss TV as, as much as a cliche that is. Um, right then, one last thing before we go. Right, so Raw, as we as we spoke about briefly a couple, uh, I think before Rumble, Netflix have made a deal with WWE. Uh, it's going to be in the US, UK, and Canada, and other parts will be added to the year. There's going to be a lot more than that on release, but you know what I mean. Other territories will be added. Raw's going to be streamed on Netflix. Um, that begs. It's also been confirmed that the WWE Network will close in the UK. Now, I know in the States, it's already gone. It's a peacock over there. And I assume the rest of the world is network at the moment. I, I assume that. I know it is in the UK anyway. Uh, so if I just speak from the UK perspective. Now, I was wondering, so once I heard the WWE Network's going to go, so, oh, so that means, so where are we going to be able to stream this other content that WWE have got and have had since, I think it's about 20... Is it 2012, 2013, 2014-ish time? 2014, I want to say, that WWE Network kind of started in the UK, at least. Um, and it had its issues on launch. I don't dispute that. But the fact that they got it on so many platforms in one go, because some of these streaming services um, don't come to console. They don't come to, you know, uh, at first anyway. They weren't like on the TV where they had to have a smart TV or an internet or a Kindle. Fire Stick or whatever, not Kindle, you know what I mean, a Fire Stick, Amazon Fire Stick. 
uh, Kindle's something completely, well, not different, but it's uh, not the thing. Anyway, apparently, according to stuff I'm reading, ladies and gents, is that in the UK, so in the, in, in the US, I believe that, so Netflix will host Raw, whether SmackDown's going to follow after that. Uh, obviously, that's on Fox at the moment. We have no idea. If um, I mean, it's a 10-year deal for Netflix for Raw, so it's going to be on there for at least 10 years <laughs> minimum, unless they get out of it or Netflix closes or something, but it's a 10-year deal. Now, I believe in the US, as it stands right now, obviously we've still got a year, we've still got uh, well, 11 months to go. Um, Raw will be on Netflix. SmackDown will be on Fox for the time being, and the content that you watch and stream on the WWE Network, which doesn't exist anyway in the US now, is still going to remain on Peacock for now, as far as I'm aware. In the UK, however, uh, Raw will be on Netflix as well, but the WWE Network will close, I'm assuming... I'm hoping there's like a crossover. I assume that the the WWE Network will close, and, it, and apparently the content from the WWE Network will be on Netflix for us UK viewers. So changing the game a lot here um i mean a 10-year deal what did i say five billion dollars is absolutely insane but it's nice to know because I, I, I personally yes the WWE network's had its troubles it's had its issues but to be fair they kept working on it and i think within a couple of months of it coming out they had it almost down so um WWE network i absolutely love i love the fact that i can go back and watch old stuff we use it for podcasting all the time um and I'm, I'm assuming it won't all be on Netflix right away, but as long as it become, you know, gets added to Netflix, um, then that's great because it's a great back catalogue. And it's not just WWF, WWE, is it? It's WCW. Um, the AWA stuff's on there. There's so old school wrestling, Territory Days, ECW. Uh, so there's so much history and content just within the WWE umbrella. That, and I think that didn't they start and then they start doing some of the I don't know whether it was Ring it wouldn't have been Ring of Honor would it maybe some of the uh, ICW stuff from over in the UK here was on there as well so hopefully that all translates to it it'll be amazing um, and who knows what happens next I understand maybe now with the vacate I mean I heard a rumor and again it's just a rumor I'm reading online with WWE. I mean, I say a rumor. I think it was somebody else's podcast. They thought it might be quite a good idea if they did this. And I think it's not a bad idea. If Obviously, WWE is going to be off USA Network in the States from uh, January 2024. There's not an exact date yet. Whether it's going to start from the, a new year, I don't know whether it's going to be half through the month. I have no idea yet. But once Raw finishes on it, USA, I mean, AEW, possibly. TNA, I thought, was a good one. TNA is rebranded. They've rebranded back to what they used to be. They're trying to rebuild this brand, um, and they have been for a few years. Impact Wrestling was fine. I'm not disputing it at all. I love the fact that it's back to TNA. People like Nick Nemeth go in there, a.k.a. Dolph Ziggler, um, the, the current knockout champion, TNA Women's Champion, just made her debut in the Royal Rumble in WWE. A weapon, as Pat McAfee said on commentary. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing what happens. It's a great way of keeping the content alive, isn't it? I just hope they do keep the back catalogue for wwe because as i said it's a it's a it's a great it's a great tour and it's great for fans to see um you know older things basically so anyway that's me thank you very much for listening to the show here on sgp world media on uh, apple podcasts and uh, spotify google and everywhere else check out all your shows on sgp world media follow this show at in the corner wwe 
I am, of course, Benny Mac. You can follow me at Benny Mac, B-E-Triple-N-Y-M-A-C-K. And we'll see you all again next Thursday for some more In the Corner and WWE News. Thanks for listening.